We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today, reality check master, Tiffany Meeks. What's up? Y'all better have gotten out and voted today. <clears throat> big, big day. Um, participated in our democracy out here. Uh, I voted. Uh, it was my first time voting on a non-presidential election, so that was funny. That was fun. Uh, so I hope you all did that and hope, uh, hope the right candidate wins. Uh, you know, let's get these Republicans out of here. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, now that we have that, um, you know, Tiff, you know, yeah. a lot of, uh, listen, there's some stuff to talk about with the heat. And I thought our off air conversation after hangover time yesterday was uh, as insightful as anything. And I, I thought we could touch on kind of what we talked about. I thought it was a pretty frank conversation. People are upset. People are people are upset. Mm-hmm. This is as upset as I've seen uh, the fan base in a really long time, uh, and that includes that includes the debacle year after they made the finals when they just looked like crap the whole year. Um, mm-hmm. Let's Tiff. I'm gonna get to you on a lot of things. Let's do a couple. Let's do a little temperature check here on kind of the Heat's measurables. Uh, your favorite okay. thing, numbers, <laughs> net rating. Heat are nineteenth. Out of 30 teams. It's not good. Minus 1.8 net rating. Shout out to Fez okay. Butter uh, for the Prime subscription. We love you. So that's not good. Well, their defense is something that we've talked about a lot. Well, they're 17th in defense, giving up uh, 111.5 points per 100 possessions. So that's not good. So they're 17th. Right. That's a little okay. low aperture. Uh, their offense, right? They have Jimmy. They have Bam, Kyle. You know, Tyler's taking a step in the starting lineup. Their offense has been pretty much a point of contention. Uh, for this group forever. Uh, they're mm-hmm. 21st. They're 109.7 points per 100 possessions. That's just that's just not good enough. No. Not good enough. And, and frankly, let's look at their rebounding uh, because I think that's the other big point of conversation. Uh, they're 21st in rebound percentage. Uh, you know, behind Boston, Charlotte, you know, 
teams like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so not not good. Um, and the last thing I'll look at is I'll, I'll, let's look at let's look at assist to turnover ratio because I do think that moving the ball for them is important and not mm-hmm. shooting yourself in the foot. They're eleventh right. in assist to turnover percentage, which is not bad, and they're only they're tenth in 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 turnover. So they're actually as opposed to last year, Tiff, they're taking care of the ball much better. Yep. So that's a good thing. They're eighth in assist percentage. So despite their offense being total garbage, they're moving the ball. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are. That is Tiff. That is our landing spot <clears throat> a, as to where they are. You know what? Whatever. How is if t- eleven games in? Right. That's where we are, and I think the numbers adequately tell you what's going on right now. Not not that that always happens, Tiff, but I think mm-hmm. you know pretty below average in everything. Not right. the worst, but pretty below average. Mm-hmm. I think that spells it, right? Right. And and it's okay to like see for who they are right now. Doesn't mean this is who they're going to be two months, but I think um, we're we're like I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves where we are on one end of the spectrum. Blow it up, get rid of everybody. Everybody sucks. I hate this person. I hate the front office. Um, and then you got the other side where. You literally can't say Bam had a good game and everybody thinks you're belittling the rest of the team. So we're in a weird, we're in a weird space with fandom right now. Um, and and it's obvious that like, yes, it's okay to be upset. I'm one of those people that always tell people, you you should be mad. If you are truly a fan of this team, you should not be happy with how they played thus far. Um do they suck? No. But are they good? No. They're somewhere in between, and they have glimpses of where you think they could, they should be better, and then you see moments where you go, no, this is who they are right now. Um, and I keep harking back to, you know, a couple of months ago, I said this is probably what we'd see because we're asking a bunch of people to do a bunch of different things. Um, and people are harking back on to, well, you know, it was cow plus bench and, and, and all these things. But, you know, everything has a way of leveling out. Like, are these guys still good NBA players? Yeah, they are. But are these the guys that you should be depending on every single night? Absolutely not. And that is and that's no shade to any of the guys. But I feel like um, and I've said this on Twitter if you're coming to me in my mentions and you're saying Max or Gabe or uh, Duncan, they're the reason that we're losing, then that's your problem. Like you're looking at a different game. Do you need them to contribute more? Yeah, you do. But then you're also asking them to do a hundred other things on the court. Like the, the winning starts with your, 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 your big three or quote unquote big four of this team. And then it trickles down. Absolutely. And I want to I want to touch on a point that you made that I think is not talked about enough. And I think is pretty I think it's pretty indicative of a lot of what's happening. Another stat I'm going to throw at you is the Heat's three point shooting, which I think we know that's going to take their offense where it's going to take it. Jimmy's going to give you whatever Jimmy's going to give you. Bam's not going to become a a give me the ball and get out of my way score. No matter how much you want that to happen. Right. That ain't happening. Tiff, and I think you've said it too. He's not that kind of guy off the dribble. 
I think people right. see flashes and they're like, do that all the time. Right. That's not who he is. It's not who he is. So, no. go ahead. No. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, with that being said, I just want to, to three point shooting uh, is really important to what this team does, especially in the half court. Uh, they're mm-hmm. 15th in three point makes, which, you know, not, not, <laughs> not where you want it to be. They're 14th right. in attempts. I think you want that a little higher, too. You don't have to be the first, mm-hmm. but a little higher. And then three point percentage. Uh, they're twentieth, so right. they're they're shooting thirty four point four percent on threes in the year, and I think Tiff that falls on what you're saying about these guys doing a little more than they have to. Mm-hmm. Max shooting thirty eight percent, I think that's good, but it's the kind of drop that Duncan had once they asked Duncan right. to do more shit, and it's like mm-hmm. that's the difference between you being like really fucking elite and you mm-hmm. being just a good shooter. Right, Duncan this year thirty four percent, that's mm-hmm. pretty bleh. Uh, Kyle yeah. Lowry, 35%. Bleh. Which, by the way, last what? year he started like way worse. So, right. Got to look Where's Gabe? Uh, Gabe, 30%. Yeah. Bleh. But you see the trend. Hero, um, 38%. That's that's fine. But you need that's, him. That's, that's another one you need him to have more. Yeah. But but you see the trend with. Um, and, and the other guys, I would assume, they probably shoot more threes than Tyler. Like I don't think I I actually like to see him shoot more threes, um in in a game um more spot ups. But I think yeah. But but the thing is is that you're asking them to do so much. These guys all shoot with their legs. So you know we're doing all the switching. They're doing all the banging. And like I think people underestimate how much it takes out of you physically. Even if you know. I'm only matching up with the center three times. Those three times is enough to where I'm I'm banging down low, I'm banging down low, and then if I get the switch with Bam, now I got to sprint up top. Now I got to guard this guy. And am I switching again? Maybe I'm switching again. So so many things can happen in one possession, and then we go back on offense. And guess who? Now the same guy who just did four different things on defense. Now I'm asking you to shoot a three. Um, and rebound. Their role play and rebound. And box out. They're role players. You know, not for nothing, they're elite role players. They are. They're very good in their roles. But what we're asking them to do, it's it's way too much. And also, the idea that we go away from things so willy-nilly, we go away from the inside out. You know, it's like you open up so much more space for these shooters if you go inside. And I don't know why we go away from that so much and we just start hot potatoing the ball around the perimeter and no one's moving, no one's cutting, no one's posting. It just it's it just looks it looks weird and it looks awkward. It looks like we literally forget what to do. You know, I think they have gone like they need their their big issue is the rim pre- the, the rim pressure. And that's been mm-hmm. the theme of like can we can we force rotations? And I think Jimmy does, you know, on Jimmy mm-hmm. Jimmy nights. I think Bam in pick and roll, you know, as a role man, does force those rotations. And I, I think that's it. Tyler, for as good as a – and this is not to say anything bad about Tyler or not. He just doesn't – he gets to his spots. He's a, right. I think – I've been very impressed by his finishing, by the way. And, and mm-hmm. like, the number – like, he's at 67% at the rim. For him, that is such an incredible – that's higher than Jimmy's had 
in his whole career. Jimmy has not had a season yeah. where he shot that at the rim. Like, I cannot express, like, how happy and proud I am of him for at his size with his limitations to be such a good finisher. And they're crafty, difficult finishes. But yeah. he he's not forcing help like that. Kyle, mm-hmm. not – and we talked about this with Ethan. There's going to be nights where he forces help, and there's going to be nights where he doesn't. He still has, like, a legitimate first step, you know, on his good nights. And on other nights, he has to he has to grift his way into kind of getting you off balance and doing veteran stuff. They don't have that pressure on the rim. And what you're saying mm-hmm. is so spot on because they're not playing in out. I thought the minutes in the Portland game before Jimmy came in the game, I thought they were doing some of that. I thought Kyle and Bam are building a synergy this season with Max and Duncan. I like those lineups a lot. I'll pull mm-hmm. up the numbers on that in a second. They're still short a wing and a shooter. Uh, and that's gonna right. be the that's gonna be their search for the rest of the year. But they they just don't they're not scaring you. And if teams mm-hmm. just want to pack the paint, they're like you're dribbling into traffic. It's it's so discombobulated, and it's it you have to wonder like PJ didn't matter that much, did he? Right. I know. I've been thinking the same thing. Um... I don't think he mattered. Honestly, I don't think he mattered that much. I literally just think that like, and I hate saying this, but I think we got the best out of those guys that we could get last year. And I think everyone is settling into who they are. And like I said, they're still elite role players. Like they can, on any given night, Duncan and Max can shoot the lights out. Like we know that for a fact, but I think that like, we're seeing we're seeing um, parts of the game where they're just being stretched too thin, where we you know and we've also seen where for the better they've tried to add to their game. If you notice, Max gets to the hole more, Duncan gets to the hole more. Um, they're doing more dribbling. They're doing a lot more passing. Um, so you want you you want them to evolve as players, but you don't you don't want them to evolve as players to where your 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 season hinges on two undrafted guys. Well, that that's just, like to, that's just kind of the spot they've been in because they have not. And I, I want people to understand this: they're getting Jimmy Butler and hitting on the Bam pick. Mm-hmm. that's going to strain your cap because yeah. Jimmy is Jimmy and Jimmy is a fucked is expensive and you got to keep, you know, and we can argue whether they should have kept Duncan or not. That was again, cap stuff They're They're operating within a salary cap and it's difficult right. unless you're the warriors and you have infinite money to like pay a luxury tax. You can't, you can't do that. Right. So they're playing within the confines of their system. And they cannot add a guy every year. It's really what they've done is add a guy every other year or add an impact guy every other year. And they don't take risks because maybe I know that like, I don't, I don't know if you were also there, but bond was like super into Laurie marketing. We, you know, bond and I have been talking about him since last year and everybody thought we were crazy. No. And he's been, you guys were right. He's been amazing. But if you're the front office, if you don't hit on that, if you don't hit on that contract, you right. are fucked. Right. And it's like, if you're Andy and Pat and you're like, are we going to risk it all for Laurie marketing? Because if he's bad, you just can't move him. It, right. It's because right. it's not like, you know what I mean? It's like, cause that's years. You just got him. 
It's not like Duncan right. where you could say, ah, oh, well, two years, you know, expiring. So you have to operate under the, and again, I'm not making excuses for the organization. I just, I'm just painting a picture so that everybody understands how we got here. And right. they made decisions. And listen, I don't like John Collins. I don't think you're a big Collins guy. No, I wasn't. I don't know if Collins makes a difference or not. You could say anything's better than this. Probably right. But is it going to like, again, we're arguing nuances, but what's happening on the court right now, I don't think is indicative of who they are. I think they're, they're a piece or two short from like being like a real team again that can scare people. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I don't think they're going to title contend. I think maybe that ship has sailed. But let's look at Boston last year. They started off horrible. So did Milwaukee. Boston did right. it, and they turned it around. And you know, you have the players on this team that can certainly, like, if you guys get hot. I mean, if you look at even Duncan, Duncan's finishing his bat. He's forty percent. Duncan's automatic at the rim every year, 81, 74. You know what I mean? Like that's what he is. So right. eighty six. The fact that he even like these guys are taking on so much more responsibility. It's like you're saying they're playing outside of their role. Schmidt is like Depot ain't coming back. His knees are made of paper mache. And that's another thing. It's like we cannot pin our hopes on Oladipo. A, that's not fair right. to him. And right. B, right. you know, he's going to come in, and I think he's going to be like what he gave you in the playoffs. Hey, right. play some defense. Maybe you win us a game like he did in the Hawks series. You know, you like, but that's not a guy that's going to come in and, and, and eat minutes for you. And he's too small anyway. They need a wing. Right. Right. And the thing is, is that if he if he does return to play and you do at some point, you do add, you know, two guys, maybe you trade and then maybe you get a buyout. And if Vic is returning to play, he's right what you need as far as that defense, you know, because the offense to me is going to be gravy. Whatever he can give you is what he can give you. But what you saw on the defensive end during the playoffs last year, that's what you need. Just need their defense. Diff, I, I want to get into this now. I 
am not a guy who likes playing zone for a lot of the season. Right. And because at the end of the day, you know, guys can zone bust. And you A, it exposes your rebounding, which they are already weak at. And they mm-hmm. play a very active and, and very good zone. And I know Bond had a great thread about it today on Twitter. You should check that out. And they compete, but they cannot rely on that. The the, the zone no. is a tool. Like, you're not going to be the 2011 Mavs. Like, I, I think trying to recreate something that was very anomalous sometimes is a little foolish. They got to... They got to work on and, – and, again, I'm not saying that they should not have gone zone in the fourth quarter of that Portland game. I'm just saying that they got to figure out the defense like their man. I thought for a lot of the game in man, they did a good job on Lillard, and I talked about that on hangover time. And I think in general, their man's good. They're not rebounding. They're over-helping, and they're mm-hmm. over and under-helping you know, on, right. on penetration. They have to secure that. I think there's too many guys and too many new roles – too many lineups that they're not super familiar with because they're a little smaller and mm-hmm. the help is a little different. And I, I, and I, I gotta be honest, I don't think Bam and Jimmy have been as sharp on that end too. And I think a lot of right. that is, is, you know, because if I mean, well, Jimmy, I think has been really, really sharp in passing lanes. I mean, that's just, he's been good at the nail. I think Bam right. has been good, but not, you know, obviously Bam is held to a, a standard of like you're gonna you're a defensive player of the year candidate year in year right. out. I think they gotta they gotta gear it up a little bit. They gotta get another piece to to kind of bulk them up, and then you kind of see where your rotation settles. I want to get mm-hmm. your thoughts on what I just said and how it re- it regards to Caleb, who is thirty percent from three on the year after a bit of a hot start. That's not good enough. Fifty nine percent at the rim. That is really not good enough because you're there to no. be athletic and make plays at the rim. And he right. looks healthy because remember mm-hmm. after last season, he kind of slowed down with that injury. He's looked good. So I think he's an interesting part in this. I don't know what to make of him because his lineup data is good, but something right. feels off. Right. No, we were talking about his numbers um, the other day. The numbers are good, but if you're watching it, that see, that's where sometimes the numbers are misleading because when you watch it, there's just something that's a tad bit off. And there's also just something to be said for he's the guy that would come in and relieve Jimmy, give you a quick five points and play stellar defense. You take him out. 15 minutes later, you'd put him back in, you know, like this is, that's who he was. He gave us, um, he gave us the energy. He was electric. He gave you the shot in the arm. And, and now that he's out there in the starting lineup, there is no electricity coming from him for the most part. He's literally, and, and not for nothing, but he's trying his damnedest out there. Like he's, he's guarding up. He's trying to crash the board. He's trying, and he's our best point of attack defender. Like he's trying to do all these things and him doing all those things. It, it takes away what makes him special for us. <laughs> a couple of things from chat. Uh, Shades fit. He said, Tiff 2022, the numbers are good. Tiff 2021, fuck them numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alex, uh, Alex, oh, uh, Sodrum in chat says point of attack defense, uh, also says Caleb minutes aligns with Bam mostly. So his minutes would look better. That's absolutely true. Let me, I'm actually curious. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me filter his stuff without Bam, uh, because Bam has really been the litmus test for Miami right. when, when Bam's not on the floor. Yep. Um, they are, they're really bad. I'll, I'll give those numbers. Cause I gave him a hangover time yesterday. 
real quick. When Bam's on, they're plus 3.74 net rating. When he's off, they're minus 12.78. Tiff, and I, I think you had said, I don't remember if this is on air or off air, where you're like, that that on number, while it's positive, that's not good enough. They got to be winning by like no. 8, no, 12. No, it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he's too good for that. Well, and also the thing about it is, is that like, and 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 we had hopes at some point that like, because there is something interesting happening with Jimmy's offense, and and um, his defense has been stellar, but his offense is there's something that's not right about it right now, and I don't know if. Because there's points in the game where it looks like he's trying to get others involved. Um, last night, he literally passed out of I don't know how many open layups to try to get shots to the the three point shooters. Where he had, you know, he was literally right under the rim and he just kicked the ball out. But his offense doesn't look good. His his um, his burst doesn't look as good. Um, I don't know. At the rim, his touch doesn't look good. So I don't know if his body just still isn't ready to be in regular season form or or if there are other things that are just nagging him. And and one of the things could just be mentally as far as how to keep this team afloat, how to get these guys going, how to how to keep this team interested, because that's also a big thing. Like. It was deflating losing that game yesterday. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline for a fan so I know it was a hundred times worse if you played in it um so Jimmy being the leader of the team now he's got to get them ready for tomorrow like they can't lose they can't lose tomorrow tomorrow, right yeah no Thursday 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 yeah like you can't lose that game like this is like I'm sorry like I understand y'all down and out one shit you know exactly but you cannot lose that so I think there's a lot well, we know Jimmy can put the cape on in the playoffs and just go get you 40. Like, we know that. Like, no one's ever questioning his heart, his will, his skill. But he's he's got a different type of leadership that he needs to do right now. I think they need a little more from him, too, which... Offensively, they do. Like, I think of... And I, I've always... I've talked about this before, but I think he fans in particular, like, when we watch Dwayne, Dwayne, like, Jimmy against against the Kings, what was it? 13 points, six rebounds, seven rebounds, six assists, right? That right. that 13 points, that 13, that 13 points, not good enough. And if no. you watch Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade never gave you the 13-point night. Right. Right, especially when you, when you needed him. And, and that's the thing I think 
as an adjustment for somebody because we watched Dwayne and LeBron for the last 20 years or whatever, right? I mean, right. And and then we have Jimmy, who's a different kind of star. And it's I, it's just life in the NBA because those guys that never have an off night. It's funny because, you know, I, you grow up with, with Dwayne. You know, like I, I have not I did not know what it was like being a fan of an NBA team and not having Dwayne Wade. And then right. all of or LeBron, and then all of a sudden, you know that that leaves you right, or these guys age right. out and everything, and you realize, oh wow, those guys were great because they literally never had a bad night, right, right. And even the bad night, uh, most NBA players would take that, you yeah. know. Um, it's it's different because Jimmy's a different type of player, and I don't, you know. And the thing is, is that I still don't know if. Like we can't have playoff Jimmy all year. Like I don't think it's feasible. That man, to that think... man can't survive it. Right. So I I don't think it's feasible. But what I do think is feasible is like twenty two, five and seven. Yeah, he's like, at I... right now. He's at twenty. He's at twenty six and six, pretty much with two steals. Yeah. But that's what that's uh, that's like the Jimmy Butler. That's like if the, right. you think of Jimmy Butler, I'm thinking 26 and six, baby, and two steals. But the thing is, is that like that's gonna ebb and flow too. Yeah, and he's and, up and down. Yeah, he's up and down, and we. But and that's the thing, like, and you know this, and you accept it because you know if you can get there, the payoff is the playoffs. Like you know what the payoff is. Um. I just I think that like they're just not good right now. Um, there are <laughs> what happened? Facts, it's just facts. Oh, no, I just think they're not good right now. Um, I think there are things they can tweak within this roster to kind of keep them afloat until the trade deadline. Which is I don't want to see anybody gone, and I and I and I keep saying I'm the proponent of yeah, like. The movable contract is Duncan and then whatever else you need to add to it. But I'm also the proponent that, like, why are we moving Duncan for a Jay Crowder at this point? Is Jay Crowder going to make that big of a difference? That And that's and this is where I'm at right now. Like, why would you do that when you could have the whole offseason to, to then reshape the team? I, and I, I think and when I, they have a move that they like, they'll do it. I, I don't think right. they're going to. You know the thing. The thing with Miami is that no one here is like GMing or coaching for their job, so it's not right. like somebody has to like. It's not like you're an Orlando executive, and you gotta like fucking secure this eight seed, or your ass <laughs> is gone. You know what I mean? Right. Like these guys, exactly what you say. They could be like, "Hey, you guys, like, hey, maybe let's chill out. Let's not do anything rash. You know, right. we're all gonna be here next year, and we'll figure this out together." And I think that's one of the more underrated aspects of kind of organizational stability. When people talk about culture, I think of that. I think of like, right. These, these, these dudes are clearly good at their job, regardless of what people on the internet might say, not that they're infallible and they don't make mistakes, but you know, they're, they're clearly good and, uh, and they'll figure it out together. So by the way, a, a little update on those Caleb numbers with bam, uh, bam and Caleb together. Plus pretty much seven net rating. Very good. Mm-hmm. Bam. No Caleb minus one mm. Caleb. No bam minus 12. Which makes sense because really he's like the other wing defender with Jimmy. Right. Like really they have 
two wing defenders. It's, it's Caleb right. and Jimmy. And Caleb, honestly, I don't. I think you'd rather him guard down, not up. Right, right. Well, and that's the problem because you'd rather that. And then, you know, realistically, like you want, you you'd like to see Max guarding a two or three, not a not not a point guard, and 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 not a four or a center. But this is where we are. You know, this is you see, you know, you see Kyle getting smashed under the basket trying to box out like (laughs) like this is this is where you are right now. It doesn't mean you can't get better. And that's what I keep saying to people like, all right, they look a hot mess, but a couple of tweaks. You can win two or three games here. You can win another two or three games here and you can kind of get yourself out of the hole and get yourself somewhere respectable by the deadline. And that's all they need to do. They just need to be respectable. And honestly, I'm going to say it like this. They need to be in that fifth or sixth spot by the playoffs. And I'm sorry, by the trade deadline. If they can hover around five or six, which I they possibly could where you have um, – What's his face? Harden, who's out. He's out for like a month. Embiid will be out. We already know that. Like, really? He's not going to, like, that's just what it is. Um, nobody, Nobody's a world beater right now except for the Bucks, And, and the, they just and lost. Cleveland. And Cleveland. Like, those are the world beaters. So if you can just stay respectable until the deadline, you, you never know what could happen. Um, Schmidtson says, G and the Heat have the same issue. Too many roles. Chase uh, Fitty says, uh, "New pod idea. We discuss Chicago Bears football. Uh, I I don't think I don't think their season is going. I don't watch much football, Tiff. But I don't think their season. I don't think that's something. Listen, you Listen, we talk rebuilding. About. We are rebuilding. <laughs> they have a like, plan. Damn it. We have a plan. Listen, we're about to have a top ten draft pick mm. and over a hundred million dollars in the cap. Mm. Yeah, after this season. Yeah, let's so, go." We rebuild it for one season, and we about to take off. Now, I don't know what the Heat doing, we're, but we're uh, going to find out. We're, 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 we'll figure it out with them. Um, we're going to find out. I mean, a lot of teams, like, you know, a lot of teams ahead of them. It's not like like you're saying. You know, these teams ahead of them are 6-6, six and six, you know. Right, I, I think right. I think Boston and Atlanta at 7-3 and three have kind of separated themselves early on, too. But, like, Sixers 5-6, and six, Knicks 5-5. Five and, right. five. and the Knicks are the team. Everyone's like, the Knicks are good. And I was like, okay, well. They're five and five, so right. You can, they can slip in there and and grab one of those spots, and let's say you make a move or two, and and then you can you 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 learn on the fly and you can just kind of play your way in. I just think that like you don't need to ring the alarm, but you don't have to sell false hope either at the same time. Like it, yeah. it you can you can say what it is. Um, and be objective about it. Last thing, um, we'll get we'll get out of here. Um, so they have they have mm-hmm. your boy, Big Daddy Kane, a little Daddy Kane, I should say. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. You got you got Kane. I'm ready. You got Jovic, <laughs> and I think those guys. I, I, the Highsmith, I'm out. I'm just done. I've seen uh, I've seen enough uh, Hamish to to not. He he just be tricking. Yeah, us. I'm done. I don't need that. We've we've seen it, uh, and I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm down to see what what Jovic and and Kane bring, and those are guys that you can slot in to to kind of fill some minutes at, at the wings, you know maybe play right. them you know with Max so that Max doesn't have to take on that load defensively, 
Mm-hmm. The fact that like Max was guarding like Winslow and Dame, I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. No, like, I, I didn't like it at all. That's not and, and Max, I thought when he was targeted in the playoffs last year, did a really, really good job of of holding himself, not letting himself mm-hmm. get picked on. But like, bro, we, we cannot put this guy through the ringer for eighty two. He's just he's a little he's a shooter. He's a pretty boy shooter. That's that's right. what he well, is. Well and this is where you kind of circle the wagons and you go, is this what we really miss in PJ? Like it's a, that's it's where a stabi- it's a stabilizing it's the, yep. force. Cause the same yep. thing happened with Crowder. Crowder yep. left and, and they looked like this and it was like, yeah. Holy shit. Really? Yeah. Was it that bad? And then yep. we made it. We, we, we said, Oh, you know, it was the short season, which I believe had a lot to do with it as well. Oh yeah. All they, that. But you missed that guy. You missed you, that you need- force that, that, yeah that piece that stabilizes your rotation. Yeah. And I think that's what the the thing about it is with like, cause Max was starting last year and Max had the benefit of playing alongside Bam and PJ and Jimmy and Kyle. So you flanked him with really good defenders. So even if he had a misstep, there was a coverage and he was learning from his mistakes on the fly. Um, you you know you you you're putting him out there you're putting Duncan out there you're not flanking them with any with 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 a lot um and i think you i think at some point you you you've got to you you've got to give Kane you got to give Kane a, a run you've got to give uh Nicola a run because you have them and 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 do it to part like let's be realistic if you lose to Charlotte I fully expect to see those guys in the next game because at that point I I really do because now it's like all hands on deck. It's, you know, Tiff, I, I, you know, I went to the game yesterday and I had such a good time and I was watching the game and I thought they were even playing really well for most of it. Obviously mm-hmm. they blow the fourth quarter. I felt the same at the warrior game. Uh, you know, I was like, wow, they really put like these great stretches of ball together. And they had like these flashes that you're just like, yeah, I know that that that's a Heat team I know. And then mm-hmm. they just absolutely, they cannot score. I don't think I think the defense is something that we'll have to look at closer later. But I think right now the offense is like really like these motherfuckers can't score. Right. And right. that the end of that Indiana game. Oh, I know that that was to me that was like that's as alarmed as I've been because I'm like that team fucking sucks. They're five and five. But yeah. That team fucking sucks, and I know Jimmy wasn't there, but like you could, you, you really couldn't, like right. get anything down the stretch. Or was it the Kings game? Right. I, one of those shitty one, teams. You know. Well, the the thing is, is that like we also just revert to chucking up threes and not shooting threes within the flow of the offense. Or you get like, in the paint and then everybody passes uh, around, and then I'm like, what are yes. you doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting. I just think that I think the practices, you know, during the like the 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 preseason and all I think the practices probably went well and all these things, but you know, it's not the same. Yeah. While everybody was fired up and ready and confident because you're just playing against each other. That's it. Um but then, you know, once the game started and then we realized that like, you know, we're always small 
Like, we were small last year. Like, let's be honest. We were small last year, but PJ had girth, and he's a, and he's a mean motherfucker. Like, that's it. Like, he if the ball's there, he wants it, he's taking it. Um, we're missing a little bit of that. They're the small nasty. on the wing. Cause like, we're missing some nasty. They're missing, the, they're missing edge. Cause, and yeah, Caleb yeah. would bring that edge off the bench as a starter. It's not the same. Right. It's just not the same. It's just not – it's not the same. There's something wrong. I, I just, I, I just wanted to like, I wanted to say today that I think people need to stop hyperbolizing. They're not shit. It's only like, it's only right. eleven games. So can we like chill out? Like, I, you know, I, I wipe my ass with an eleven game sample. Like, I think everybody needs right. to calm down and stop making like sweeping. I don't, I don't say anything until like twenty two to twenty five games is where right. I'll start. Saying like, okay, I think this is who they are, right? right? I think, I think eleven. I think it's too early. I, I think they'll figure it out. I'm not worried. I think I'm with everything that you said tonight. And uh, listen, there's more. Uh, there's more basketball to be played. We have. A there's whole, a lot more. There's a lot more. There's a lot more. Y'all gotta be happier on the timeline, man. Y'all, y'all making it. Y'all making it lame. We used to be funny. Now you're just complaining. Yeah. Come on, guys. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> to be a goddamn community <laughs> well, nobody's friends anymore no it's crazy no Come on. it's it, it'll be fine we'll be it'll, fine one way or the other it's gonna work itself out crab photographer in chats has admitted they're tanking harry said so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll know if we'll know if they're tanking thursday <laughs> yeah <laughs> or play like that. Uh, you can catch us pre and post game on Thursday. Pre game in with Frankie and Kenny before tip off for Heat Hornets uh, this Thursday. Barring a hurricane, I don't know this fucking yeah. storm. This Nicole, she might be barreling toward us. I don't know. Maybe we have power. Maybe we don't. We'll all find out on Thursday. Uh, it should be landfall at like two a.m. So you know, we'll see if we have power. We'll, you'll know. You'll know. Uh, and then you'll have me post game with, I don't know who, one of uh, my wonderful, beautiful colleagues who will be post game talking, hopefully about a heat win and how the heat wrote the ship by blowing Hornets out by 30 points. It'll be great. <laughs> They'll fix their offense. It'll look great. And we'll be like, ah, it was just the Hornets, but let's feel good for tonight going into the weekend. Uh, Tiff, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you to no chat. Problem. Look at chat all active tonight. Listen, the fact that y'all come out for this godforsaken shitty team that's been playing awful shows y'all care, just like us. We'll be here every step of the way. Um, Hangover time next week is Monday against the Phoenix Suns. D-Book, CP, your boy, or as Nakaya says, I love him more than some family members. Um. You know, so all that's going on over there, it'll be a fun game. Uh, Ooh, um, that's um, how I love Max. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to buyoptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.